0: You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Lauren Scott, interviewing Pam Bloom Foster, a 91 grad from Hillsdale College and Vice President of Care Coordination at Honor Health. Thank you so much for joining us today, Pam. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, of course. So what's it like being back on campus?
1: Oh, wow. It is amazing. I just am having so many memories and um, it's it's just been wonderful. Although I have to admit it looks very different from really? when I was here in 1991. I hardly recognize it, but all the improvements are just, uh, just wonderful. And um, just being back on campus and Hearing uh, some professors that you know, I ha- were still, <laughs> are still around. Thankfully, um, it's been wonderful. Just a, just a treasure.
0: What do you think is the biggest difference on campus from whenever you were here?
1: I think just the the physical layout and and the buildings are all different, and you know everything's state of the art now. And um, when I was here, things were pretty old, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, you know it's it's changed quite a lot. But I mean, just uh, everything is just you know really superb and and great quality. But one thing that hasn't changed is just the um, the 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 feeling that you get and and the friendships and the love and the, you know, uh, just people haven't changed at all. And the spirit here is still very much the same. And so um, I just it just really takes me back to so many uh, just wonderful memories. And uh, I was having a memory just walking up the the quad there. Um, when I was telling Doug, uh, that when I was a freshman um, at the time, uh, your first semester they would assign you an elective. And so they assigned me, I had an interest in theater. And so they assigned me to uh, the costume shop, which was up in the old fine arts building. And so one of my first days here on campus, I had gone up there and, uh, they wanted me to sew and I didn't know how to sew. (laughs) So I had to learn how to sew real quick. But we were doing a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. So they were togas and they were pretty easy to sew. But uh, yeah, lots of lots of just really, you know, wonderful memories like
0: that. What did you study while you were a student?
1: I, so I was a double major in uh, history and business, uh, both. So I did, did that and um, had originally planned uh, to be pre-law and go to law school, but my career plans changed uh, when I was a, a kind of shortly after college. My uh, my father had passed away when I was a senior uh, here at Hillsdale. And so I decided to go back home for a little while and take a year off and uh got a job at a hospital in that time and um, started uh, learning about um, case management, and, and which is the field I'm in now, and um, just decided, you know, God just sort of led me down that path, and that's where I ended up.
0: So you were a double major, so you took mm-hmm. quite a few classes at Hillsdale. I did. What were some of your favorite classes or maybe a favorite professor that you still remember today? Oh gosh, well, so many... Uh,
1: so many favorite classes. Of course, Dr. Connor was uh, just wonderful. And I just attended his lecture this morning and um, always enjoyed his classes. Um, but one of my favorite uh, classes and and professors uh, was actually in accounting, believe it or not. And accounting sounds kind of boring, but the uh, the professor that we had, Dr. Facey, she was just a delight and a joy. And uh, she made accounting so much fun. And I learned so much from her just about how to approach, um, you know, how to approach your profession and how to approach life. And she just had such a joy about her that I'll never forget her. She was just just wonderful.
0: I understand you were involved in multiple things while you were a student at the college. Uh, what were some of those things you were involved in and how did those involvements help you and um, where you are today?
1: Well, that's a great question. So I was very active in, in the Pi-Fi house. I was a Pi-Fi, and uh, I had a leadership position my uh, junior and senior year. And uh, so that, I think, was was really um, great training for kind of being an informal leader. And it really, uh, really came naturally to me and really enjoyed um, learning how to be a leader, you know, both uh, with my peers and then in a structured environment with, you know, uh, just you know sort of preset um, you know establishment roles and things and uh, so that was that was really that was fabulous and then um, I was involved in journalism a little bit here and so I had to learn to meet deadlines and and things like that so that that's obviously helped a lot and uh, enjoyed being in the history honorary. Um, so yeah, I did a number of things here on campus, and I had a number of jobs while I was here when we were driving through town last night. I was I was telling my husband all the <laughs> places I used to work at the College Baptist Church, and I worked at the Dow Center for a while. And so, you know, uh, working and studying and, and you know, just uh, being committed, I think, were, was all great training ground for, for being a leader today.
0: Moving on to your professional career, how was the transition like uh, after graduation into the professional arena?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it you know, it's always a little bit of a, um, it's, it's a transition is certainly a, a good word for it because your life definitely changes uh, when you leave school and, and you start, you know, working and, um, you know, expectations are different and really, um, you know, but, but you have to kind of dig down deep and in, into that motivation. And so many things that you learn in school um, are such foundational principles for being able to, to be in the working world. And um, so I think it, was, it really prepared me uh, well. And, um, you know, I uh, uh, went into a completely different career than I had set out to do, but, uh, you know, did a lot of, um, I worked at the bedside for about 10 years, uh, worked in a number of different settings in the emergency room and intensive care, and so did a, a very different uh, type of work. Um, you know than, than what I had experienced while I was here at Hillsdale, but still, uh, it was it's been a real privilege and honor, and I love love my you know what I've done, and I loved working in in healthcare. It's been been a real privilege.
0: So I understand you are the Vice President of Care Coordination at Honor Health, the second largest health system in Arizona. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that, about the responsibilities, maybe a day in the life, what that looks like?
1: Oh, sure. Well, yeah, so I have about um, 10 different departments that sort of fall under my domain. I have roughly three to four hundred employees that report up through my areas. And uh, I do a number of different things. The largest uh, area that I oversee is the uh, case management area for the for the six hospitals that we have. And case managers um, are really um, really central to uh, patient care uh, in the acute care setting. Uh, we um, help patients not only coordinate things while they're in the hospital, but then their transition home. and A lot of times, patients have um, pretty—you know—can can can have pretty life-changing events when they're in a hospital. Um, We see—we have three trauma hospitals, so we see patients who you know are in unexpected accidents and things like that. Um, Their life changes, you know, radically, and so we help them through that transition and make very complex arrangements uh, for patients at home. Then I also oversee care in the home. I have a team of nurses and therapists that provide uh, home care. And so we, we, do, uh, we do that. And then we, I have a team of nurses that provides what we call transitional care. So making that transition from the hospital to home um, safely. Um, We have, um, I also see the language and cultural area. So we are responsible for patients whose uh, primary language is not English, making sure that they understand everything in their own, um, you know, in their own language, and sometimes making arrangements for patients to be transferred out of country. Uh, We do that quite a bit. Um, I oversee the ethics area. um, So we get involved with patients who um, have very complex, often end-of-life situations and helping to work through some of the ethical problems that can happen with that. Um, I have a behavioral health. I oversee that. So um, patients who are experiencing mental health crises or needing mental health care, um, we provide that. We just opened um, a behavioral health hospital uh, in our network. So that's been a been a real... Uh, real honor to be part of that. Um, And then um, I have a few other things like patient transportation and, um, and some other kind of ancillary areas. But so that's sort of my, um, the scope of what I do. So every day is, gosh, different, um, filled with lots of problem solving and um, strategic planning and, um, you know, uh, helping, helping our health system to deliver the best care we can every day.
0: This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Lauren Scott, interviewing Pam Bloom Foster, a 91 grad from Hillsdale College and vice president of care coordination at Honor Health. So you obviously deal with a lot of different kinds of patients. And uh, one of them that really stood out to me is the trauma patients. Um, Obviously, if you are overseeing people who have gone through traumatic events, you have to deal with that with a lot of patience and a lot of dignity. So how do you go about that?
1: Yeah, well, we really, um, you know, we prioritize, obviously, compassion and, and, and what we call empathic communication. So, you know, really, um, really, uh, it can be hard because it, it you can't you have to sort of um, depersonalize it a little bit to be able to really help somebody to move through that. But I think the key is, um, you know, through empathy is really being with the patient in that experience and, you know, understanding their needs and, Um, you know, just validating what they're experiencing and what they're going through. And um, it can be, um, you know, it really... Uh, it, it can be quite profound. And you have, um, you know, as a as a healthcare worker in that situation, you have an opportunity to really, um, you know, make a profound difference in someone's life when they're experiencing sometimes life changing events. And so, you know, we want to to make that um, make that the best experience that we can for the patient. And, you you know, uh, create value for them um, overall. So it's been, yeah, it's been, and, and sometimes, you know, a lot of the, the patients that we work with, um, they might be from other areas, um, they may, you know, be parts of different cultures that, that we're not, you know, uh, that we're not a part of that are different than us. And so trying to, you know, help uh, facilitate that in a culturally competent manner um, is really critical in the process.
0: So obviously the core curriculum is something very big at Hillsdale College, something that every student has to take no matter what their major or minor is. And so as someone who is kind of in the health system industry, how can you look back and appreciate the core curriculum even if you don't necessarily use it in your career? Like, how do you find other ways to appreciate it? That's a
1: great question, Lauren. And I've I've really uh, thought about that a lot over the last few months, um, just in how that shaped my career and just my my approach, my leadership. But I think, you know, there's a lot of in that core curriculum, there's a lot of uh, fundamental principles. And, you know, really, I think the biggest thing is learning how to think correctly and learning how to think critically and to be discerning. Um, I think all those uh, skills come into play, and no matter what profession you're in, but but especially in healthcare. And I think, you know, um, without getting to be too critical, we can look back at the pandemic and how uh, you know, the, the differences of opinion about how that was managed or approached. And, you know, that, um really, I think, speaks to the need to know how to think correctly and to, to, to have uh, the right use of knowledge, you know, and I, I think those are the things that matter and are important. And, you know, uh, learning to have to be a person of integrity and to contribute to your community, um, you know, to be a good citizen, I, I think all of those things are extremely important in healthcare. And, um, you know, we. We learn all those things in that core curriculum, and those are really foundational principles that I've carried with me through my whole life and career, and I'm very, very grateful uh, to have had that opportunity.
0: You're here at your reunion, and you just got awarded the Alumni Achievement Award. How does that feel? Oh, Lauren, I tell you, when I got the call
1: uh, back in late January uh, from from Colleen McGinnis, I was just absolutely shocked. I couldn't have imagined that I would be a candidate for something like this, uh, you know, because you just do what you do every day. Right. And so um, to be uh, honored by Hillsdale, which I consider to just be a national treasure uh, is is really I think this is really, truly uh, just one of the highlights of my life. And I am so grateful. And it's just been and um, it's been so humbling and uh, just just a real pleasure. So I'm I'm so um, I'm just still kind of in shock a little bit about all of it, but it's really wonderful.
0: So now that you are establishing your career, obviously a graduate of the college, when you look back, do you see anything that the college offered or something that you experienced while you were a student that you might have taken for granted that you wish you would have taken advantage of?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, that's a great question. You know, I, of course, always, uh, you know, think I should have done, I should have done all that reading that was required, right? (laughs) When I was in college, (laughs) I I kind of did. I did what I did a lot, but I should have done more. Uh, Or I I should have really, you know, you know, paid attention to something more, or, or you know, uh, but you know, when you're young, you're kind of, you know, you have, you think you have your whole life ahead of you, and you're just sort of, you know, uh, but no, I, um, I think uh, it, it was, it was really, uh, it was really a great experience, and I got a tremendous education here, and made wonderful friendships, and just, you know, it was really, um, as as it is for many students, you know, my first time away from home, and I was from, I grew up in Arizona, so I was a long way from home, and you know, to be kind of dropped in the middle of of rural Michigan uh, at at the age of 18. You know, I had to learn to take care of myself and be independent and all of that. Um, And so I think all of those skills, you know, certainly... uh, you take with you in life and uh, but um, no it's it's um, I think you know it it, and in some ways I was here you know over 30 years ago so it's hard for me to remember a lot of details about certain things but uh, a lot of it I do remember just with really uh, really great fragrance of memory
0: all right well thank you so much for joining us today Pam that's actually all the questions I have for you oh
1: thank you Lauren it's been a privilege to be
0: here Of course. Our guest has been Pam Bloom Foster, a 91 grad from Hillsdale College and vice president of care coordination at Honor Health. I'm Lauren Scott on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.